Welcome back to the Retro Rip Podcast. I am your host, Rip. Follow me on Instagram at Rick underscore BHR. Hit the email, the Retro Rip Podcast at gmail.com. I'm here. You did? I'm back on the mic. Back in my chair. Back at my desk. Back talking to the people, man. Thank y'all for rocking with me. You know, I'm in nine countries. Definitely appreciate that. We here. You understand? I was supposed to record. Actually, I was supposed to record yesterday, but I went to the gym. By the time I came home from the gym, showered up, got relaxed, and, man, by the time I hit that bed, I ain't go to sleep, but the bed was just too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? The bed was just too comfortable. Bless y'all. I couldn't even, I ain't even go front. But, you know, like I said, man, I'm back. I'm in the gym. I ain't going to say I'm back in the gym because this is my first time that I'm actually feel like I, I'm going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to go every other day. So, you know, I went yesterday. I'm off today. I'll go tomorrow. You know, and this is the first time that I'm, like, excited about going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I've went to the gym a bunch of other times. And, you know, I'll start and then stop. I'll go for like a week, maybe two weeks, and then it's a wrap after that. You know what I'm saying? But this time, I'm like, all right, let's go. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sore, so I feel like I'm in there working, you know, and each day I'm going, each time I go to the gym, it's like I'm going to treat the gym like, um, I'm going to treat the gym like how I, I treated basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger coming up, I would go to the court and I would just shoot. I'm saying, and then when I left the court, I would say, okay, tomorrow when I come back, I'm gonna shoot better than I did today. Every day I left the court, I will say that I'm gonna come back tomorrow and shoot better than the what I shot today. You know what I'm saying? And you know, same thing with the pod. It's like every time I come and record, I want to be better than you know my last episode. You know, I want to push myself to be better than my last episode. You know what I'm saying? So every time I go to the gym, I want to be better than the last time I went to the gym. And just keep pushing, keep pushing. That's how you get better and better. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, this time around, I'm more excited about actually going to the gym. And I feel like I'm I'm going I'm gonna to be more um, consistent. You know what I'm saying? Um, other times, it's like I went to the gym, but it was like, all right, whatever. That's how why it was so easy for me to stop. But this time I actually got a goal. This time I'm actually gonna stick with it. Because when you sit back and you think about like when you keep starting and stopping something, you never really get to see what it could have been if you didn't stop. You know what I'm saying? So all those times that I went to the gym, it's like, what if you didn't stop? What would it be now? Right? So now I'm like, you know what? That's something that I always replay in my head. Like, yo, wait, but if you stop you're just going to be saying the same shit again. Like, yo, oh, if I didn't go to the gym, man, if I were to, I'd have been going to the gym for eight months straight. I'd have been right. Uh-uh. Nah, don't talk about it. Just go to the gym for eight months straight. That way, you don't have to have that, oh, man, if I didn't stop, you know what I'm saying? All that starting and stopping shit, nah, we on go. We on go. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing. Um, you know, I know I'm like a day or two late or something like that, but you know, like I said, man, working out this gym routine with work and things like that, I gotta figure it, you know, it's like a new, new, um, thing that I'm adding to my schedule, but 
It's so good, though. It's so good. It really do. Um, I've seen a couple of news joints I wanted to get into. I've seen a couple of news topics I wanted to get into. Um, I think it was Texas. Um, you know, I've seen a clip about the McDonald's in Texas that's like 85 or 80 percent or 90 percent, like, all robotic. All, all robotic. It's like no humans in the joint. You know what I mean? Everything is done by robots. And, you know, me personally, again, this is just my perspective, my opinion. Man, I'm cool on the AI. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool on the artificial intelligence. You know what I'm saying? For real. I'm, I'm cool on that, man. Like, why do y'all, why, why are they so fucking intrigued by artificial intelligence? Like, why are they so wanting to build human-like robots, man? Let's get the humans in order. Let's get us into better situations before y'all go start building human-like robots. You know what I'm saying? I seen iRobot. Will Smith had to get busy to save the world from the robots. Like, I'm really cool on all that, oh, robot, robotic dogs and, you know, uh, human-like robots and all that. I'm cool on that, man. I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, real talk, I'm cool. I don't want to go to my, Mac- I don't want to go to McDonald's and talk to a robot. I want to go to McDonald's and talk to a person. Let me get the large number seven. No pickles, no onions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what you want to drink? Coke, no ice. Can I get a barbecue sauce and a honey and a honey mustard? All right. I want to do that. I don't want to go up to a screen, press it on the screen, and do all that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? And what happens to the workers? If y'all going to be hiring robots to replace, are you offering the workers that these robotic, these robots is coming and taking the jobs of the workers, are you offering those workers jobs? Are you offering those workers jobs? You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. Like, chill on the AI, man. Before we have to get Will Smith to come save the day again. Like, real talk. I'm cool on the AI, man. Y'all want to build some shit? Y'all want to build some shit? Build housing for all our veterans. Build housing for all the homeless people across the world. You know what I'm saying? You want to build some shit and spend all this money on fucking AI? Won't you build a facility in every state for the homeless? Or a few a few facilities, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it may take, especially for the veterans that went and fought for this country. And now they're standing on the side of the road with a sign. Fuck AI, go build some shit for them. I'm cool on the AI, man. Call me what you want. I'm cool on the AI. Word, I'm cool. I'm cool on the AI, man. Um, what else? Because it was a couple of news topics that I seen, man. Okay, so I seen this, right? Um, and it's an unfortunate situation. Uh, you know, this took place in a 7-Eleven, and if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it was a transgender, uh, I want to say it was a transgender, trans, uh, ginger, transgender, bug me, I'm also tired, a transgender, um, came into the 7-Eleven, 
walking around a 7-Eleven, they had an axe. And hit a guy in the head with the axe right across the face with a fucking axe. Then, as she was walking out, she fucking just started hitting some lady that was coming in the 7-Eleven with an axe. That is craziness. Like, you know, first and foremost, you got to be looking at that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to really be, you really got to be aware of what's going on, man. And this is on video. This is on video. Like, this person walked into fucking 7-Eleven for no good reason that I know of with an axe and just started wailing on two random people, one one guy and then one lady as she was coming in. I'm not sure if this was the older lady or not. With a fucking axe, yo. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, seriously. It makes no sense, yo, that you can't even go to fucking 7-Eleven and get a Mountain Dew without looking over your shoulder because some motherfucker might come in here swinging a fucking axe because they having a bad day or because they don't like what's going on in their life. Well, for whatever reason, I gotta, I, I, I can't even fucking come in 7-Eleven and buy no chips because you in here with an axe bugging the fuck out. You don't know me, I don't know you. I ain't never did nothing to you. You ain't never did nothing to me. But you ain't here bugging the fuck out with an axe and hit me in my fucking face with an axe. Fuck my shit up forever. Did whatever. Cool. That's foul, yo. That's fucking foul. And this shit is on camera, too. That's foul. That's crazy, yo. I seen that shit. My man at this job, my man that I work with, he showed me that shit. He asked me if I seen him. I'm like, nah. And then, you know, when he showed that shit to me, I was like, yo, that shit crazy. And then I started seeing the, um, I started seeing some headlines about it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really dive too much into the story because it's just a fucking fucked up story. You know, I ain't, it's just foul, yo. So I ain't even want to really dive into the story like that. But just seeing that video of somebody just walking in the 7-Eleven with a fucking axe and just randomly attacking two people is craziness to me. You know what I'm saying? I know you're like, oh, there's something mentally unstable, all this shit. That's cool and all. It's still bugged out. Like, for real. It's still bugged the fuck out. You can't even go into the damn grocery store without looking over. Nah, not even a grocery store. A damn 7-Eleven. And without looking over your shoulder like, yo, let me make sure nigga ain't in here with an axe. That's wild, yo. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, another thing they're doing. <laughs> I don't know if this is news, but I put it in my news. Um, Put it under my news. I seen the most wild. <laughs> Alright, they making anything a sport now. I know y'all been seeing the viral clips going on. It's been around for years, so it ain't really nothing new with the slaps and all that. Like, people just smacking each other, seeing, you know, who could smack the shit out of each other the hardest. And, you know, people just busting their eardrums, people just losing eyes, people just breaking cheekbones, noses, missing teeth, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? You got two big, two, three hundred pound niggas smacking the shit out of each other. Me, personally, if y'all got that, I'm cool. I'm cool. But it's like, they make it, I done seen the slap shit. Um, I don't know what it's called. I done seen bare knuckle uh, backyard fighting. I done seen professional tag. 
You know what I'm saying? I done seen another video where they was in a cage playing some type of tackle basketball situation. Now, today, I seen a video of sports car jujitsu. Where it's two people buckle up, stay sitting in the front seat, in the passenger seat, buckle up, and then once the, you know, the refs say go, they unbuckle and they fight in the car. Why? Why? Like, what are we doing? Like, seriously, what are we doing, yo? What are we doing? What are we doing? Can somebody please hit me on Instagram, man? My Instagram information is in the fucking description. It's Rick underscore BHR. Hit me up. Let me know what is going on. What are we doing, yo? To the point to where we got to have a fucking sport where two grown men sit in the front of a car with their seatbelt on and fight and try and snatch each other out of the seatbelt and pin. And what, 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 what are we doing? Enough is enough, man. Enough with the bullshit. Enough with the bullshit. We don't. We cannot be that desperate to just do shit. You know what I'm saying? You got people smacking the shit out of each other for no reason. You got motherfuckers in the back bare knuckle fighting for no reason. You got professional tag. You got this other fucking tackle foot uh basketball shit I seen. Then you got this fucking sports car jujitsu. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? That shit is ridiculous, yo. I seen that shit. I was like, all right, yo. All right, man. You know what I'm saying? They just they just doing anything nowadays, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for real. They just doing anything nowadays, man. But, yeah, man, that was my news. That was my little news clips, man. You know what I'm saying? A couple of things that I seen in the news, man. So, you know, I don't want a robotic McDonald's, you know, stay out of 7-Eleven with axes. And stay out the fuck in front of sports cars trying to fight and do jujitsu, man. Like, for real. You know what I mean? Um, Chris Brown. So, Chris Brown put a video up, right? And, you know, he, he showed his closet. And he got wild clothes, like, as you would expect a multi-millionaire R&B superstar to have, right? And I'm a comment reader. You know, I advise you, read comments. Like, when you see a particular video or a certain type of video or something like that, just take a glance into the comment section and just, just to see how people think. You know, I have a podcast, so I tend to read comments just to see how people view things and how people think. And the the things that people were saying because Chris Brown showed his closet was crazy. Oh, he didn't buy those. He got all those for free. Oh, donate it. Why you got to show it? Oh, um, that closet looks a mess. He the, he don't got wire hangers or some. They was to even went down to talking about what type of hangers the man had. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at it like, yo, Chris Brown has been an R&B superstar since the age of 15, maybe I think something like that. 15, 16 years old. He's been a millionaire. It's not hard to accumulate that much clothes. You understand what I'm saying? Like, 
so people, average people who really don't think about it like that or don't know no better, they would think that, oh, th- he just got that much clothes because he's he gets it all for free. Now, granted, I know a lot of the shit he got in there for free, but a lot of that shit he bought. When you are mo- when you buy clothes like how they buy clothes, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's mad easy to accumulate that much clothes. If imagine you being a fucking multi-millionaire, do you know how much shit you would accumulate just for the simple fact of accumulating? Like, real talk. When you got the money to just wake up and go buy whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want, come on, bro. Think about it. Think about if you go into the store, right? Let's say you go into the store and spend, you know, five G's. How many outfits you can get with five G's? You know what I'm saying? Imagine how many times they do that. Yo, I'm just spent fifteen thousand over here. Yo, I just spent twelve G's over there. I just spent four G's over here. Like over the course of the past fucking fifteen, twenty years type shit. Why do you think that this man is not gonna accumulate a fucking garage full of clothes on top of the shit that they he get for free? I'm looking like, yo, you really don't think that he every, every all this shit is just free. Like, you do know this man has been a multi-millionaire since the age of, like, 15. You know what I'm saying? That's almost, this man has been a millionaire for, like, almost 20 years. Do you realize how much shit that he will accumulate over the course of 20 years? Like, come on, man. He ain't the only one with that type of closet. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers just buy shit just for the sake of buying shit. It's easy to accumulate. Do you know what a hundred shirts look like? Just think about it. Think about what a hundred shirts look like. And then think about somebody who has the money to just buy shirts at, at that can go into a store and buy 20, 25, 30 shirts at a time. Like, this nigga could really walk in the store and and just be like, oh, I like this shirt. Let me get every color. And let's say it's 20 colors. Let me get all 20 colors. Okay, your total is 3500 uh, That ain't no money to a multimillionaire. That's going to go to another store and say, oh, shit, let me get let me get all of those. Now this thing got 50 shirts in, two, in, two, in, in one day in two different stores because he done bought every color of this shirt that he like or whatever the case. And I'm just be looking like, yo, y'all motherfuckers don't be knowing shit. Like, people really be clueless. Like, people really be walking around clueless. Like, really not having a clue about shit. That's the scary part. Because we're all on this same social media. We all on the same phones. And you got people who really don't have a fucking clue about nothing. That's the loudest. That say the most. That make the most noise. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, this man is showing probably over a million dollars in clothes. And you're talking about his hangers. You're talking about, oh, uh, oh, oh my God. Like, and that's another thing, too. Why are you so sensitive at what somebody else is showing on their page? Oh, my God. Why are you asked to show all those clothes when all of these these such and such can use it. It's like, yo, I mean, at the end of the day, it's his clothes. He can do what he want with it. He could go, he could burn the whole, the whole shit up if he want. 
and he did do a um a garage sale for charity or something like that if i'm not mistaken maybe like two years ago where he just was selling and wild shit out of his car at his house so i mean i just thought that was funny just seeing people be upset that fucking chris brown showed the fucking video of his closet the mere fact that people is upset about that is mind-boggling to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, another video, another video that I seen, uh, a couple of kids, a couple of kids from uh, Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? They had uh, went to Chicago and went to Old Block. Now, in the video that I seen on the dude page, um, he had showed a video. He was talking to the security guard of Old Block. And the security guard of Old Block was telling them, yo, I can't protect you, and it's not safe for you to be out here at nighttime. But, you know, if you want to record, do your thing. But I'm just letting you know I don't think it's safe. I wouldn't advise it. And, you know, basically telling them, like, yo, it's not. He told them. It ain't basically. He did tell them, yo, it's not safe. I wouldn't advise it. Ain't much I can do. I can't. can't protect you, all that shit. And these dudes still went around Old Block with a camera. Somebody from Old Block came out there, hand on the thing. Yo, approached them. Yo, what's up? Who y'all? Whatever the case. When does it stop is my question. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do people think, and I'm not saying it from a standpoint of this my block. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, none of them own any of that. They don't own Old Block. You know what I'm saying? But if, if it has a certain reputation like or, you know, you give people a respect. You know what I'm saying? Like I watch I watch a uh it's a it's a vlog on YouTube called Hood Vlogs. I watch that vlog and that channel is dope. Cause he goes to different hoods and, you know, the people of that hood tells him about that hood taking places yo we over here you know what i mean he be in new york he be in the projects he be in cali he be all over you know what i'm saying but he's not just pulling up to the projects in the bronx like yo this is hood vlogs i'm in the bronx right now projects ah, ah. he's actually with people of that environment and letting them tell their story why do people think that you can just take a camera go into some pla- someone's place where they reside at and just walk around filming shit. If the security guard tells you it's not a good idea, then maybe you should take his word for that and then try and tap in with somebody that can bring you around there and show you and maybe tell their story or tell the old block story to you like that and you could be exclusive. As opposed to just looking like a fucking standing out with a camera walking around these people live here every day they grew up there every day why do you think that you're not gonna stand out like all this prank prank culture and just like click baiting all that type of shit man like i don't understand these youngins man for real and i really don't want to call them youngins like that because they probably grown-ass men and i'm not really knocking them but, like, yo, you can't just pull up with a camera. Like, yo, I'm here, um, you know, just walking around somebody's neighborhood with a camera. And I'm not even saying that, like, them niggas own the neighborhood. But it's just like, yo, come on, man. You know what we about over here. You know what go down. Why put yourself in that type of danger? You know what I'm saying? 
Like, why put yourself in that type of danger? For what? For some footage? To me, that's whack. And I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't advise nobody else to do it. It don't matter where you at. You can't just be strolling through nobody's, you know, where people hang out, putting people on camera, and, you know, or going in the hood doing wild pranks to people. Oh, it's a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke. No, I'm about to knock your head off and go to jail behind a joke. Now I want to hurt you even more because you're playing with my freedom over a joke. It may be too late. You don't know what I'm into. You don't know what's going on. You're approaching me the wrong way. I may do something to you thinking you somebody that really want to do something to me. Now I'm locked the fuck up because you're going to tell on me if I do something to you. You're going to tell. And I'm not going to be able to say, oh, it was a prank. And I hurt him. You know what I'm saying? They're not even going to care about that. What they're going to care about is I hurt him and nigga... Here, you got to go sit up, you know? Don't take a camera and go to people's neighborhoods and trying to film some shit because you hear it rapped about. They not, it's, not a, it's not a joke in the real-life streets, man. Like, for real. Um, another thing, man, before I get out of here, I just want to say shout-out to J. Cole, man. You know, um, it's, yo, J. Cole did some dope shit. Um, he went on YouTube. He typed in, you know, when you can go on YouTube, you could type in like, yo, 50 Cent type beats or Kendrick Lamar type beats or 21 Savage type beats. So apparently J. Cole went on YouTube. He typed in J. Cole type beats. Rapped on a beat and told dude, yo, put it on your page, man. You eat off that, do your thing. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know the rap game look crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? It's people that's doing their thing. It's a couple of people that I like, but... The rap game looks bananas right now. It looks ridiculous. It looks it looks nuts. I wouldn't even fuck. I, it's it's just, <laughs> man, just to see the way it is now and coming from the era of Word Up and Write On Magazine, CD players, cassette tapes, reading the back of the uh, you know, reading the back of the CD cover to see where it was written, who wrote it, who who did the chorus, who produced it, where it was mixed at, who's the engineer, who's on the shout out list. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the lyrics. Just for coming from reading the back of CD covers to see where the rap game at right now, it's craziness. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy to get on, but it's hard at the same time because you ain't out here, if you're not out here viral with a big-ass following, you tend to get overlooked. You know what I'm saying? You tend to get overlooked. And and it's just it's just crazy. You know? It's just crazy. I just think that what J. Cole did was super dope. That shit was lit, and more artists should do shit like that. Because it's not going to take nothing away from J. Cole by putting the light on him. What J. Cole is doing is elevating that producer and putting the light on him. You know, it's like, why don't people do that? I understand it's a business. But at the same time, it don't, it don't, it wouldn't hurt you to help, a, to lend a uh, helping hand to someone. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, the game is easy to get in now, but it's hard at the same time. You know what I'm saying? See, back in the days, it's like, okay, yo, it was hard to get in, you know? And you also probably, you had to be a little, you had to be decent. You had to be pretty good to get in. But now it's like any and everybody getting in, and they looking for the viral moment and all this other bullshit that don't really got nothing to do with the actual talent. It's like they're not looking for talent right now. So... It's easy to get in because anybody and everybody could just throw songs up, but it's hard at the same time because you got to cut through a lot of bullshit. 
got to cut through a lot of bullshit, man. So this kid who probably been making beats forever on YouTube and, you know, he woke up to, yo, J. Cole on my beat? That's crazy. That's a look. J. Cole, salute. For real. Salute. That was dope. You know what I'm saying? Um... But yeah, man, I'm about to get up out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what was I going to say? Before I get out of here, man, since I, I'm ending on my music tip, man, I'm about to put y'all on, man. I'm going uh, to play a snippet. I'm going to play a snippet. Uh, I'm going to play a snippet from my man Seven. You know what I'm saying? And my man uh, Cash Morgan. I'm going to play a snippet. Give y'all a sample, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give y'all a sample real quick before I get on out of here, man. Again, this is the Retro Rick Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Rick underscore BHR. Hit the email, the Retro Rick Podcast at gmail.com. This is a snippet. You know what I'm saying? That black glove, Seb, Cash Mugger. It's that black glove shit. It's that raw shit. Let's go. I'm a different dude, born with some missing screws. Cold as the winter wolves, hold like some tennis shoes. Low like a rider move. I don't got a lot of dudes. Few that I plot on you. Down for whatever, put a bullet or a knot on you. Can check a nigga motherfucker with the fake shit. I'm dressed in all black, baseball gloves that cover up our hands when it's time to ride. Niggas know the move right when we in the moonlight. Night, even if I fail, like I say I try. I done ran no strips, made the work flip acrobatically, earning a block salary. Kill niggas naturally, like Mickey and Mallory. See cash on this shit, heard them like a cavity. They don't like that I rose up back. Don't get baseball gloves that cover up a hive. Trying to get the bag right, working on it ain't night. Even if I fail, like I say, I try. Just an all black. Yeah, yeah, that was seven and cash mugging, man. Be on the lookout for that. I got the whole song, but you know, I just put that snippet together. But yeah, man, I'm here, man. Tap in with me. Spread the word about the podcast. It don't cost you no money. Uh, it's free to do that. It's free to go and tell somebody, yo, that Retro Rick podcast, and they can be on there talking this talk, man. So, again, man, I'm out of here.